Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues are about to begin arguably their toughest stretch of hockey this season as they embark on a five-game road trip across Western Canada and the western part of the U.S., consisting of two back-to-backs, a game against multiple playoff teams, and a game against the best player in the world, Connor McDavid. Pavel Buchnevich returns to the lineup tonight, plus Alex Ovechkin hits 800 goals. All of that and more on today's episode. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I am your host, as always, Josh Hyman. Got a busy, busy episode for you guys today. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. Glad to have you. You can find the Locked On Blues Podcast completely for free wherever you get your podcasts. And if this is not your first time listening, thanks for coming back. Thanks for making Lockdown Blues your first listen. Appreciate that, making me part of your daily routine. The support has been good throughout the season, even though the Blues have been inconsistent. The listenership, the viewership has not been inconsistent. So I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, busy episode today. Before I get into it, I want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. So let's just jump into it before I get into the blues talk. Um, thought it was good that we do some due diligence for uh, an incredible record that was not a record that was broken, but an incredible elite milestone that was reached recently. So for those of you that don't know, if you somehow don't know, there's this player in the NHL named Alexander Ovechkin, and he is arguably the greatest pure goal scorer of all time. He's been doing it his whole career. Multiple Rocket Richard trophies. They're talking about, not they're talking about, but people are talking about it should be renamed to the Alex Ovechkin trophy when he retires. People think he might break Wayne Gretzky's record. And the other night, he achieved not breaking Wayne Gretzky's goal record, but he joined incredibly elite company scoring his 800th goal uh, in a game where he had a hat trick, which is incredibly impressive and the complete antithesis of his career. Um, and yeah, scored his 800th goal. Even better, it came against the Chicago Blackhawks, so Blues fans got themselves a little bit of a win there, you know. Um and he joined Elite Company. Obviously, Wayne Gretzky is one of the only uh, three people to have 800 goals, and Gordie Howe being the other. And he played till he was like 95 years old, I think, is the, is the number. Um, so nothing, obviously not to discount his achievements, but when you are in company of the greatest player of all time and the most tenured player of any sport of all time, you're in some pretty elite company. Uh, so Ovechkin hits 800 goals. Incredible, incredible um, achievement there. It's just it's just something you got to look back on and be like, you know, we're so lucky to 
um, to have grown up, or at least I've, I've grown up watching him. You know, some of the older listeners might have might have been a little bit older when he joined the league, but you know, he's someone I've grown up watching. He was one of the faces of the league ever since I started watching hockey. And then also I was fortunate enough to go to the University of Maryland where the majority of people were Caps fans. Um, my longtime girlfriend is a huge Caps fan. Uh, she's actually the one that, that texted me about the 800th goal. So uh, thanks, Emily, for that. Um, but it's, it's, it's very fortunate. You know, it's, it might be a very long time before we see someone hit that plateau again. Um, you know, be lucky if, we, if it happens one or two more times in my lifetime. Uh, and the fact that we were able to witness, you know, one of the greatest players of our generation uh, complete that achievement is so noteworthy and so impressive. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing to watch him him climb the ranks, you know, eventually past Gordie Howe. I'm pretty sure his next goal would put him second all time past Gordie Howe. Um, so that's exciting there. And then he's a couple seasons away, hopefully, from passing Wayne Gretzky for the most of all time. But it's one of those records that, you know, we you thought was never breakable um Gretzky's goal record so it, it's it's phenomenal to see you know it's something that we're we're so fortunate to to be able to witness like I said um and yeah it's just just got to pay respect where respect is due you know it's not blues news but it's NHL news it's historical sporting news so good, good stuff there um really really great stuff there I'm going to be watching him uh, closely the rest of the season to see how well he can do you know he's got 20 goals on the year he's got 14 assists as well he is just a monster in his old age continuing to score it's great that he got a hat trick too like yeah i feel like he can't comes into the game with 797 and it's like you know you, you could feel it coming um especially against a, a pretty mediocre blackhawks team um also one final little little tidbit if you rewatch alex ovechkin's goal uh the 800th goal and you pay attention to the background, Patrick Kane does come flying in and crash into the boards, which is pretty funny. It looked a little violent, but he is okay. He didn't get hurt, you know, so we can we can laugh at it a little bit. Um, but that's, you know, the second most notable part of the of the highlight is, is that happening. So go ahead and watch that, uh, re-watch that highlight when you have the chance. Now, before I get into this upcoming second segment where I'm going to be talking about the Blues' upcoming road trip, I want to tell you guys about betonline.net. Now, it is a great, great, great time for sports. Basketball is in full swing. Uh, hockey is in full swing. You know, we're, we're getting close to the halfway mark of both of those seasons. The NFL is reaching its climactic point where playoff races are being decided. Teams are starting to get eliminated. Plus, we have one of the biggest, if not the biggest, sporting event in the world. I know, America, we're in a bubble. We don't really care about soccer. But biggest sporting event in the world coming up on Sunday morning bright and early with the World Cup final between Argentina and France. Um, perfect time to play some bets. First of all, if I were to bet on the game, I'm going with Argentina. You can't count out Messi. France is the best team in the world, absolutely. But Leo Messi, you, you can't bet against him. You cannot do it. So if you're taking my advice, put some money down in Argentina. But they don't just have soccer. They don't just have hockey. They got football, basketball, baseball, collegiate sports, uh, Formula One racing, MMA, UFC, golf, esports. You can bet on people playing video games. It's great stuff. They have everything you can need. Plus, it's not just for sports betting. They have news. They have other odds. They have info. Uh, plus, if you like sports podcasts, which I hope you do if you're listening to this one, they got that over there as well. Check them out. BetOnline.net, your number one source for sports betting where the game starts. And I'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. 
So the St. Louis Blues are about to embark on, I believe, their longest road trip of the season, and it is going to be a difficult one. They start things off going against the 17-13 and 13 Edmonton Oilers. Tonight, what more do you need to say about them? They have the best player in the world. You could argue the best player of all time. Not saying he is, but you could certainly argue it. And, you know, that's a debate for another day. Um, in Connor McDavid, uh, they have Leon Dreisaitl, who's absolutely spectacular. Um, Connor McDavid's got five goals over his last five games and 12 points. That's three times as many points as the best Blues player has in their last five games, being Braden Shen. So they're absolutely on fire. They have the best power play in the league, the fourth best goal scoring in the league. They're they're going to be a lot to deal with. Um, but the Blues always play them well, so it's going to be interesting. And the following night, tomorrow night, they go up against the Calgary Flames, who have been disappointing, um, 13, 11, and 6 on the year. They obviously made that huge blockbuster trade, getting rid of Matthew Kachuk in the offseason and bringing in Jonathan Huberto. Huberto has been very disappointing for them. Um, I believe he's well under point per game and he's playing down on the third line or something like that. So um, they have something to prove for sure. Calgary, I feel like it's always a super tough matchup for the Blues, even before they, you know, really became relevant and became an arguable contender in the Western Conference. They always play the Blues very well. They have a similar play style. So that game is going to be difficult, especially coming on the second night of a back-to-back. And then it doesn't get much easier as they head to Vancouver, who is all right on the year at 13-13-3. But again... Anytime you're playing, you know, one of those Western Canadian teams on the road, it's going to be difficult, you know, especially after all that travel, late in the night, etc., etc. It's not going to be an easy game for the Blues whatsoever. Uh, the following night, so the second group of back-to-backs in a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 game span. So their fourth game in six days is coming against the Seattle Kraken, who have been extremely impressive this year at 16, 9, and 3. So... No easy games amongst the stretch of the St. Louis Blues. They're going against Martin Jones, who's Sabres, or most likely going against Martin Jones in that game, whose save percentage might not indicate it, um, but his record is very strong. Um, the Kraken have been playing great hockey, uh, great all around. You know, they're scoring a lot of goals per game. They're doing well in the power play. So no easy uh, games amongst that stretch. And then they close out that road trip on Friday night, a week from tomorrow, with a game against the 21-9-1, I believe, conference-leading Vegas Golden Knights, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yep, they are first in the conference and third in or fourth in the NHL. So two top 10 teams in that stretch for the St. Louis Blues and the Edmonton Oilers. Um, those are three, three incredibly difficult games. And then the other two aren't much easier with Calgary and Vancouver. So it is certainly going to be a big test for the Blues. Um, they've struggled on the road a little bit this season. I mean, they've struggled in general this season. It's not just on the road. Um, And they've struggled against, actually they haven't really struggled against the Oilers too much in the past. They are uh, one and one against the Oilers this season. So starting with that game, starting with what to expect tonight, um, before I, third segment is going to be more of a breakdown, lock and play of the game and stuff. But starting with what to expect tonight, the last two games this season have been relatively low scoring. Blues won the first one, two, nothing. And then they lost the second one four days later, 3-1. to one. Uh, one of those games coming in Edmonton, the win and the loss coming in St. Louis. So it really just comes down to slowing down Connor McDavid. The Oilers still do have the issue where uh, they aren't as good um, <laughs> as they would like to be beyond Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And the Blues historically have done a very, very good job of slowing McDavid down. 
Uh, they're one of very few teams to ever shut him out, much less shut him out this season. So that's exciting. You know, that's encouraging there. But at the end of the day, um, it's going to be a big test. And giving up a lot of goals to a, a stacked Edmonton offense would be a rough start to the road trip because that's something that can have sort of a domino effect and ruin the confidence. But should be should be a good matchup there. Moving on, they match up against the Calgary Flames, who they have yet to play this season. This is the first of three matchups between the two teams. Um, the Flames are a good team, like I said. They struggle on the power play and with their offense, but their defense is pretty good with the fifth-ranked penalty kill and the 15th-ranked defense in terms of goals allowed per game. So it's going to be a it's going to be a grinding game. It always is against the Flames. The Blues are going to have to bring their composure. It's probably going to be a low-scoring game, if I had to guess. Um, two defensive-heavy teams uh, and two teams that play a similar style. Like I said, they always seem to match up pretty well. So I'm expecting a lot out of that game. I think the Blues can come away with a win there. Next game is against the Vancouver Canucks. The Blues have also yet to match up against them this season. Um, Seventh-ranked power play in the league, but they really struggle on the penalty kill. They scored a lot of goals, but they really struggled defensively with the 30th-ranked defense in terms of goals allowed. So if the Blues can get off to a good start in the first two games, look for them to carry that momentum forward through Vancouver and score a lot of goals. Hopefully, amongst this road trip, they can finally surpass that 40 shots um, in a game. Uh, um, Mark, where if you didn't listen to it on last episode, there are only three teams in the NHL that have yet to put up 40 shots on goal in a game, and those teams are the Chicago Blackhawks, the Arizona Coyotes, and your St. Louis Blues. So a team like Vancouver, who allows a lot of goals and also allows a lot of shots, is hopefully a good opportunity to do something like that. Um, And then the next night, uh, they play against the Seattle Kraken, who the Blues have played once this season. Early in the year, in October, they won 4-3 to three in overtime. A very good win there. Um, Justin Falk got the overtime winner. Uh, and the Blues did blow a bit of a lead in that one. Uh, in the in that game, they were up 3-1, to one, but still came away with a win in overtime. So, fingers crossed that they can play the Kraken while the Kraken are a very good team. Very well-rounded team. You know, you look at their, their team stats, nothing really jumps out. 15th-ranked power play. Um, they're the worst face-off team in the league, but... That isn't exactly the best indicator of success. They score the seventh most goals in the league, and their defense is okay at 20th in the NHL. So again, another offense-heavy team, a team that's young, a team that's hungry, um, and a team that the Blues probably don't have a ton of film on. Um, So that's going to be a tough test. And then they get two days off before playing against the Vegas Golden Knights, who the Blues did actually beat... um, in the beginning of their win streak after, you know, their horrendous losing streak, they won 3-2 to two in that game with O'Reilly getting the winner, uh, and they came back in that game as well. So good stuff there, but Vegas is a very good team. Uh, the only statistic, or at least out of the main team stats, that they're beyond below half uh, the halfway mark in the league is they're 24th on the penalty kill, but they're 12th in the power play, 6th in faceoffs, 13th in goals scored per game, and 7th in goals allowed per game. Vegas is a very, very, very difficult team. It's a very difficult arena to play, and the Blues are going to have their work cut out for them. But I'm expecting some really good games amongst this road trip. I think it's going to be a good indicator of who the Blues are as a team this season. You know, a long road trip is always a way to gauge that, you know, away from home for that long. Um, It's going to be a true test of fortitude. So in this upcoming third and final segment, I'm going to be breaking down the keys for the road trip and the keys for the game tonight. Before I get into that, they've got an important announcement, not so much an ad, but more of a more of a call to action. So so let's 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 go to a scenario here. Maybe you're out watching the blues game, you're hanging with some buddies, you're you're drinking a few beers or whatever, 
and the game is stressful. It goes to overtime, and all of a sudden, a few drinks comes a few too many. The evening comes to an end. People start to head out. You're like, oh, man, Uber's so expensive. I live right down the road. I don't want to leave my car here. I'll make it home okay. What are the odds that something bad happens? That is never a risk you should take. Everyone knows about the risk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel well under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, plan ahead, get a ride, call an Uber, whatever it may be. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. I'll be right back with the end of today's episode. So five-game road trip, Western Canada, Western United States, some really good teams, and the Blues are inconsistent. It is the time to find consistency. A bunch of back-to-backs in there, and by a bunch, I mean two. But the first four games of this five-game road trip come in the span of six days. They are doing a ton of traveling, a ton of goalie swapping, it's going to be a difficult road to Even if they were playing well, any team in the NHL is going to have a hard time with this road trip. I don't care if you're the, you know, you're the one win in regulation Anaheim Ducks or like the friggin' one loss in regulation Boston Bruins. You're going to have a difficult time with a Western Canada road trip. Every team circles it on their calendar as something they're not looking forward to. Um, it's going to be a big test for the Blues. What's important is is staying composed. You know, it's it's... It would be very easy for one bad game on this road trip to turn into five bad games. If they struggle against Edmonton tonight and they carry that into tomorrow against the Calgary Flames, then boom, you're 0-2 to start the road trip. And that is a tough hole to dig out of. Or you win tonight in Edmonton and then you lose in Calgary and you carry that over. You, you get the picture. It's about staying composed. It's about taking losses in stride. They're not going to go 5-0 and on this road trip and Please prove me wrong, Blues. Please have that be a clip that I look silly in. But they're not going to go 5-0 and on this road trip. It is incredibly difficult for any team to go 5-0 and on a road trip like this. Um, so it's about staying composed. It's about getting gritty wins when you can, winning games you deserve to lose, and not letting a loss just completely throw you off kilter. I'm expecting big things out of Jordan Bennington. I think he has played some of his best hockey of the season lately, ever since his whole debacle where he got thrown out of the game and... Craig Berube called them out in the media, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm expecting big things from him. I'm expecting big things from Pavel Buchnevich, who makes his return to the lineup after missing the last four games. He has been one of the Blues' best players when healthy this season. I'm expecting big things from Jordan Cairo, who's really found his stride as of late. Vladimir Tarasenko got his first power play goal. I'm hoping he can continue that. The penalty kill has looked really good lately. If the Blues continue to play it the way that they have over the last few games, I think that they're going to have success on this road trip, but... It is important that they do all those things that I just said. So Craig Berube, if you're listening, just just play that last minute and a half of my podcast for the boys in the locker room right before the game. I'm sure it'll work. Um, Jokes aside, though, what are the keys for tonight against Edmonton? It is containing Connor McDavid. It is about keeping him off the score sheet as much as you can. You know, he's been putting up casual four-point nights left and right like it's nobody's business. It's about slowing him down and letting the rest of, or making the rest of the Edmonton Oilers beat you. And when the Blues do that, they have a lot of success against the Oilers. Um, So for that reason, my pick for locked-on player of the game is Ryan O'Reilly. He is still the best two-way center on this team and one of the best two-way centers in the league and historically has done a very good job of slowing down Connor McDavid. Um, And if he can play that role tonight against the Oilers, I think the Blues have a good chance of coming away with a victory. 
but they have to slow down the greatest player in the world, Connor McDavid. I'll be watching. I hope you all are watching. That being said, that is all the time I have for you guys today. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening to me on Apple Music, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. I mean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at Locked On Blues. Hit that notification bell. Whenever I upload a new video, you can see my beautiful face before anybody else if you're subscribed for notifications. Leave a comment. I like to read all the comments. Um, interact with some of them. You know the drill. You can follow Lockdown Blues on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Blues. I know, real surprise there. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, let's go. Blue.